Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Dolls. Hi. Dolls. We are once again coming to you from opposite areas of the country. <laughs> I'm just a few states over in Texas, Dolls. I'm in Austin right now. That's Tejas. I mean, as you can see, I'm in a really lovely setting. No, this is not a Zoom background. This is... No, Carrie's in like a mansion with recessed lighting. He's like podcasting from the library of the mansion. It's really like it's parlor professional. Vibes. Um, it's rich. We're house sitting for dear friends, and they have really cute dogs who are sitting. You can't see them, but they're right there. And then they have these two 
What kind of dogs? One of those shaggy dogs with hair over their eyes. And then a little like Shih Tzu, who's like the cutest. They're both, her name's Vivian. And then they have these two cats who are both boys and they're very powerful. God, they're really living the dream. And they're like, four pets. They're like really cute cats, you know, like those like cherubic looking ones. And one of them Mm -hmm. is sassy. They're like Persians? Kind of, I think. And then one of them is like apparently like notorious and like does not like people. But when I walked in yesterday, when they showed us the house just to give us like the lowdown, he immediately turned on his back and revealed his underside to me. And that's a huge sign of trust. Yeah, I felt like he was telling me, I see you, bitch. I see you, gay. I could honestly see you having cats. And I mean that as a compliment. No, I mean, I'm not a cat person, but with these cats, I'm like, I love cats. Yeah, like I could see you having like a really strong bond with a cat who gets you and you get it. I could see you being like a cat whisperer of sorts even. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of good for me because they're really boundaried and I'm codependent. So they might teach me a thing or two about... They're not always going to be around when you want them to be around. But then when they make their presence known and they choose to be with you, it's the best feeling ever. And then this other cat, the other... He's more friendly. He came right up to me when I was watching Jersey Shore and got on my stomach and went for literally 10 minutes, stepped on me like he was stomping grapes. Yeah, he made muffins. For literally 10 minutes. And he just... That's the best. With like uncomplete focused eye contact. And it was like, I feel... Inti- this is intimate. That's what you need. You need some an animal to choose you and really like paw you lovingly and then jump away. I do have a kitty but at home. know that it'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm How are you, doll? You. Your doll, hair looks even better over Zoom. Like in person, Thanks. obviously, but over Zoom, it's like, she did it. It's really incredible to be at this point in my life where I cut my hair off and never looked back. And honestly, I slept like I showered yesterday, let it air dry, slept on it. And this is what it looks like today. It's like truly it's settling. the low maintenance hair of my dreams. I think it's settling even more than when I saw you. Yeah, because I also I got it. I got low lights. So that mm. was the big that's helped because I feel like. Oh, I see them. Blonde with a bob is like a little bit. It's like wasn't working for me and I needed like a color update. So I'm trying to be a little more natural. I love. Um, yeah, but I'm so into it. It it's, just is like. It's subtle. It's true freedom. Mm-hmm. How did everyone when you were out this weekend were people like. Ugh. People are loving it. The reactions have been super positive. Good. Even my mom, who was like such a naysayer, <laughs> she loves it. So that's a huge. A win. Win. For the yeah, community. Yeah, for the whole community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like living. It's nice to not have like 10 inches more of hair to have to worry about. That's crazy. With. Yeah. It just was such. I was truly just like oppressed by the length. That's why I was pulling it back so often in a sleek bun because I was like, I don't want to wash this mop. I don't want to like spend 45 minutes trying to blow dry it. Just like I have limited time and energy and dealing with that is just not part of my massive to-do list. You were sort of like in the closet as a bob. Yeah. You were like kind of... a long time to Mm -hmm. feel it out, to do the emotional work to get to a place of bobbing. 
There's a lot of emotional I mean, it labor. It may look, oh my God. It may look just like effortless, flawless. Like I just went into the salon one day and was oh. like, just cut it off out of nowhere. <laughs> but it was actually like a year, maybe like a year and a half of like a deep soul questioning. Am I ready for this? Mm. Writing about it. Figuring no. out like how I felt about it. Oh yeah, oh, you my journaled. God. I like journaled. I mean, oh. I get that. Like because every other time I said this before, but it's like I've made the impulsive decision and then really regretted it, and it like made me depressed, along with many other life decisions that would make me depressed. But that was definitely like part of it. So I didn't want I didn't want to repeat that because I know that that's like a pattern that I have. So I was like, okay, I need to get to a point where I'm like ready, and this is a decision that I want to make out of confidence. Mm. and not have any fear involved like i have to like release all fear of like what if Mm. i hate it what if i miss my hair what if i get sad when i look at people with long hair like it what it had to really be like i want this and this is like the confident next step and i'm just fucking owning it and this is my vibe good for you so that's that i should start journaling about my hair i feel very about tons of other stuff but i like that was a focus i mean i'm I'm in a journey right now because one of the worst yeah, things... what's your journey? One of the worst things to happen to someone who's as visually impaired as myself is when you realize you're out of the one contact because if you have two different prescriptions... Oh, my God. Your so, contact drama rages on. So That's more, why you're in glasses. Yeah, and I always feel very undone when I'm wearing glasses. Like, I feel hungover whenever I wear glasses, and, like, I don't feel myself... And everyone's like, you look so cute in glasses. But I'm like, no. You're not a glasses gay. No. And that's a good thing, I think. I mean, some people look fucking hot in glasses. I just don't. I look magooish in glasses. And I look positively frumpy. And it's not. I don't feel myself. I don't feel settled. I don't feel. I feel really like kind of like when I'm wearing glasses. You know, I feel really like. Like, I can't go outside. Yeah, it's like cozy. Yeah, yeah, you look like cozy. I was like, oh, he's having a down day. No, I, if I would, if I could, I'd be in fucking, I'd be riding high in Austin with my contacts on and like, we might go to a gay bar later. And I'm like, I can't be, I don't, you know, I don't really want to be seen <laughs> kind of like Harriet, like <laughs> wearing a disguise. <laughs> the good news is I think the readers like live for Ikado and glasses moment so you're really the only one that feels that about you and glasses you know what i mean like the rest of the world either thinks you look great or they don't give a shit at all yeah and i love i love both those options i'm i'm just it's really like and i say this with to, like i'm i'm really it's coming down to the wire with like i need to really start thinking about lasik Ugh, yes get lasik doll i know get your little eyeballs lasered out your head it's really hard. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm lucky. I don't have like a lot of things that like impede my daily existence, like physically. But I do have like horrific vision, and I, it's, it's like a struggle. And I've had, I've had shitty vision since I was ten, and it's truly, f- it's astonishing how blind I am when I take my glasses off. And if, and people, I don't think people realize like. <laughs> what it's like they don't realize your struggle no they don't know but they it's like it's truly do you know what it feels like for a girl in this world but do you know what it feels like to be have minus seven and minus six eyes 
I don't. Do you know? I have, gu- I have great vision. Fuck you. No, I'm, 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 you're blessed. It's, but like, has the whole, is LASIK covered by insurance to some extent? I don't think it is. I think it's still considered vanity, which oh, is crazy. To, well, eyeball stuff isn't covered by regular health insurance. It's like its own insurance. Which is weird. Because I have, I do, I pay for my health and like dental, but I didn't, ophthalmology. I didn't get eye because mm. I haven't like, but maybe I should, I don't know. I mean, everyone should go get Damn. checked once a year, but I'm, I'm. You should definitely get LASIK. It's it feels actually, like LASIK should be like $35 now to get because it's so, such an old technology. It's not as expensive as you, I think it's like three grand, which I need, you know, I need to that. be like, start saving up for that. But like, I'm, I'm down. It's worth it. Like that's 10 years, 20 years of like yeah. good vision. And my thing, and yeah. I, and I've said this before, but like, I'm saying this with sincerity too, like, if we are in a place of like societal collapse at some point, I don't want to be like driving to Utah to find 1-800-CONTACTS to go like loot their headquarters. No, you're <laughs> literally going to be like that Twilight Zone yes! episode of the guy yes! who's the last person standing. And he, all he wants is to read books. All the time. Yeah, you have to get LASIK now that you said that. I would literally, I guess if I would, I guess I would just become like an oracle if I didn't have... <laughs> I would just be like, I'm I'm just gonna go full Oracle and be like post apocalyptic Oracle. That. And just be like, mm-hmm. I can't see, so I'm gonna just tell people what I what I see. Yeah. You'll read them like a cheap novel. But I have to but really you'll be blind as a bat. <laughs> you could go live uh, in a cave. I can use echo echo. You would have to go full cave. Yeah. You'd have to go full you would go bat. I'll be like the descent. You'd be like, eep. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I really I need to shout out the wonderful, probably Mormon people who run 1-800-CONTACTS in Utah. They're so amazing and friendly, and they're prompt as fuck. Tones. Tony. Stop. Sorry. Tony. Don't be sorry. No. Tonya. Uh-uh. What's he doing? Tony. He's just barking. He's in a place of bark at everything today. From the second we've woken up, he's been set off. He said, Everything "Mother." Everything that happens outside in the courtyard, he has an opinion about it that he is not shy to share. It's, maybe it's the Halloween spirit. <laughs> it's something. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. 
I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed. And it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that. And I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. How is LA right now? Is it spooky weather or is it... Today was the first day that it's been chilly outside. Oh. Like when you when I walked him and went to go get Starbucks, I was like, oh my God, I'm cold. Yeah. I was like, I'm freezing cold. I'm going to freeze to death if I'm exposed <laughs> to these elements for too long. I'm going to die of exposure. And it just remained like kind of chill. Yeah. I was like, this is me dying of exposure. Like I am in a sweatshirt and sweatpants, but like I desperately need a coat. I was like... <laughs> It's happening. It's here. I'm just imagining you laying down against like a palm tree and just being like. It's like, I can't make it one step further. No, it was like truly a wintry trek to Starbucks and back. Yeah. But that bodes well. Mm-hmm. What are you being for Halloween this know. year? I'm trying to like lean in. Ugh. 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, I always have a cheerleader costume that's like a go-to, but I don't feel like do that this year. I want to. I don't really love like a dress up. I thought about a nun, but I looked at all the <laughs> nun costumes online, and they're really shitty. Yeah, you should be Kill Bill. Like I don't want to be a sexy nun. What you should be Uma and Kill Bill. Yeah, the, that your feels new like hair. a financial commitment. Yeah. I know, I was trying to think of like, oh, what is the new hair costume? You could be Rosemary before she cuts her hair off and Rosemary's baby. That's a big explanation to undergo. Yeah, for that's true. You never want anything like to Like a be... non-iconic look. <laughs> I don't want to be something before the something <laughs> in this mood. Like, it's like, no, 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 you've lost me. Why don't you be Naomi Watts? Deci- in the Watcher? Deciding what role to take next. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the watcher no i read the article that was enough for me i really don't need like more i need like less ryan murphy in my life and i already like don't watch ryan murphy so that's like how much ryan murphy i need can i just say and this could be a controversial take i'm watching mm-hmm. the new i've watched two episodes of the new american horror story in new york city and it it wasn't that it's not mm-hmm. that bad i not it's actually kind of good. And there's really? like, there's, yeah, it takes place. It's sort of like the movie Cruising. It takes place in like eight, okay. 1981 New York. And it's like in the, on the kind of crest right before AIDS hits. And there's like a serial mm. killer stalking gay men and killing them. Mm. It's actually kind of good. And I know, I know it's like problematic and like, it's kind of like a, okay. It's like a metaphor for like, Wait, what's problematic? I guess there's like some problematic elements of it. In terms of like retelling the AIDS story through the guise of like a serial killer killing men, but I think it's kind of good. Interesting. I like the movie Cruising. Yeah, I would rather watch that. I've actually never seen that. That's been on my list for a long time. So it's <gasps> oh, just Lars, there are a lot it. of things that I would rather watch yeah. than any sort of Ryan Murphy thing. So whenever it comes down to like, am I really going to watch this shit? I really start to re. I know that it's a cry for help sign that I need to figure out something that I actually want to watch. Like Dahmer, love and light to like the t- millions and millions of people who the billion people rode hard. The literal billion people that like loved that. I'm also like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I watched one episode and I was like, I never want to watch this ever again. I was like, this is disgusting. It's like so fucking dark. Like, I don't, I just, like, don't want that vibe in my life at all. But I also, like, follow, I, like, know about all the Dahmer stuff already from, like, you know, everyone goes through that, like, Wikipedia serial killer phase. And then my mom was, like, really obsessed with Jeffrey Dahmer, too. Wow. Weirdly. So she she talked a lot about Dahmer to me. So I'm, like, I get it. I don't need to, like, reenact. I don't need to watch reenactments of this, like horrible of these like poor like mute yeah i don't need it gay boys being killed yeah um i would it's the american horror story like i would i had i was entertained watching it we'll just say that you're having fun and it's you're driving by the ads that are like the ads are serving cunt i will say there's one outside of my apartment building that i look at quite a bit and mm -hmm. i'm like "Hmm, i saw that one i i like i just like anything set in that time like in like the hot sweaty days of the Greenwich Village, you know, Christopher Street in the 19- early 80s, you know, and it's like, yeah, there's something so like, 
beautiful and haunting about that, obviously. And like, who's in it? What stars? I mean, there's this really hot guy who plays Zachary Quinto's boyfriend, who's like, I've never seen him before, and he's truly stunning. Charlie Carver's in it, one of those twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Patty Lapone. Uh, she plays like a Bette Midler type singing in the bathhouses. And then there's, oh, who's in it? Who else is in it? Billy Lord's in it. Russell Love. Tovey's in it, who I think is really hot. Mm. Um, this guy who's like a middle, he's like an older gay, but he's been in a lot of shit. He's great. I forgot his name. Is Finn Wittrock in it? I don't know yet. I'm sure more people will come in. Billy Lord plays like a doctor who's sort of like investigating the, I know she plays a doctor, but she plays, she's like investigating the sort of, That's on- li- I literally, I truly, <laughs> she pulls don't off, understand. she's giving, okay, you're really like, you have a lot of lenience when it comes to like 22 or 23 year old girls playing doctors on TV and film. Because I saw oh, the phone to pick with Pew with Florence. Pugh I mean, yeah, that was fucking that was brain pretty crazy. surgeon. <laughs> and don't worry, darling. I'm sorry, but like, if you haven't seen it, that's on you now, doll. We need to talk about this thing that is happening over and over, where people are casting twenty-five-year-old women, twenty-five, white, white women. twenty-six, twenty-seven <laughs> white women as doctors in movies that's not not even not just doctors neurosurgeons yeah in don't worry darling i'm now gonna spoil a lot of things for you but i need you to come on this journey with me and get outraged about it because it's not okay (laughs) and we need to like bring awareness florence Pugh is actually not a 50s housewife she's a brain surgeon that's just pounding the pavement, just trying to do brain surgery, barely, also barely scraping by on the salary of a brain surgeon, which, sorry, I know this very well because my dad was a brain surgeon for a long time. And so I was like, A, just there's su- no one in their 20s. No one in their 20s is a brain surgeon yet. Not And, sur- and if you are, you're a true child genius. And if you are a brain surgeon, you're like a backup surgeon. You're like... You're like just helping out the brain surgeon. Like you're not the head brain surgeon of the emergency room at age like 26. She's just all she's just slinging 36 hour shifts with Harry Styles. Just her scrub ass husband at home. Cuts to her just on a brain surgery. Just cutting someone's head open. She goes, she goes, all right, guys, (laughs) close it up. She goes, close it up. You can take it from here, I hope. Goes, and then walks out. I was like, what? You're literally 19 <laughs> years old. She goes, oh, guys, it's been a long day. I got to get home now to my husband. And then she goes home and Harry Styles has like, looks like Jay and Silent Bob. Like he looks like <laughs> just Jay with the hair. And he's just he like. He wishes he was as hot as Jay. <laughs> but it's like. He's just like a, he looks like kind of caveman It's so bizarre. But back, she but comes like home. back to oh. her being the head, the head surgeon in the ER wing. Head the chief neuro brain. Wing, yeah. Chief neurosurgeon. She goes, Woof, you guys take it from here. Got it? Cool. Cool. Got it? I was like, she was like, I, she's complaining about money to Harry Styles. He's like, we don't have enough money. And she goes, I'll try and take another shift at the hospital. I was like, when you're a fucking brain surgeon, you are you sought don't after shifts at the hospital. You're like in a practice with people. 
I don't think you're like hurting. I don't think if you're any sort of surgeon, you're yeah. hurting for money financially. I think you might just like thought what you're calling for is just more research. I'm just calling for like, all you have to do is talk to is Google. How long is medical school? Like what is the age of doctors? Yeah. And then cast someone in that give or take five year age range, like a 30 something. I just can't with like a young, like I know young women are getting cast in these roles all the time. This is nothing new, but I'm just like, you guys like, no, that don't for me. If I was a creator, that would take me out of it. If I see like a 21 year old operating Mm. or being like, call me Dr. Smith. Like, (laughs) no, people are just, People would rather <laughs> Hollywood would rather jump into like, like does a no pit one have a note on that? They're than, like, what than, I then cast a woman <laughs> over the age of thirty five. They're like, what I love about this doctor, she's so youthful. She must be incredibly smart to have gone through all of medical school, residency, completed her internships, and be a practicing physician at this time in her life. It's like you're like this is insane. Yeah, it was so. Where do they live in that L.A. New York? I don't, it looked like New York. I don't know. There were a lot of logic questions. The longer and longer I think about that movie, the more and more I'm like, this was a bad movie. (laughs) But in the moment, in the weekend. It was a slay. It was a solid B plus (laughs) downgraded to a B. And now I would say it's about a C plus. (gasps) Just a a hard C. You know what gets an A plus every time though? I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And And you're you're listening listening to... to Sexy, Sexy, unique unique podcast. podcast. Jersey Shore, bitch. Whatever. Guys, guys, we're on the we're third in episode. The calm before the storm, third episode, season two. Things are percolating. I realized I watched the first half of the episode, mm-hmm. so I was like last week. So I, for a second, I was like, "Oh my god!" I had like deja vu, and then I realized like I just watched it on my own because that's how much I love it. I know. I'm deep into family reunion like season two episode like 14 there are like 20 episodes of season two but like the how do they do that i don't know and they're also like traveling all over the place they're like one week they're in vegas the next they're like back in jersey at a house then they cover like they the production budget must have been grand but like ronnie (laughs) ronnie it I don't know know. if things are ever going to change for sweet Ronnie Ortiz Magro or Magro Ortiz. I forget which order it is in. He's been same shit, different day for years. It's tough. He's he's a really... And he loves a dysfunctional relationship. He craves it. He seeks it. He... Yeah, I I don't... Wait, they they live... They... They vacation in Jersey at one point? Yeah, they start in Vegas, season two. Then they go back to Jersey 
they do Atlantic City, I think. And then they go back to Jersey, not in a shore house, but like Snooky rents like a mansion for them. So right now they're in a mansion on the Jersey Shore, but it's not on the beach, which is has some people miffed. And Ronnie has just gotten healed from being dragged by his girlfriend while she was driving a car. She like dragged him along the road and they got in a fight and she 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 literally dragged him. <laughs> I'm not That's... even I wish I was joking. It's so horrifying and all the roommates are like what the fuck but they are talking what I love about it is they talk really openly you know like if so, if that if like a housewife got dragged no one would ever say anything like they'd be like they'd refer to it as like the incident they would always like refer uh-huh. to it in hush tones they'd never but they're be frank like about it. she just got dragged no they're like why is he doing this this kid always wants to do the same thing because he's like fighting with his baby mama and he's about to like hook up with another girl this girl jersey barbie and they're like they just can't believe he situation goes he just got dragged he just got dragged through the car by his girlfriend now he's gonna go do this i don't get it and they're they're very freely referencing the drag can you imagine if your parents no dragged each other in a car like that's a talk about drag race. Imagine growing up, finding out that your parents got in at least like 15 physical altercations with each other. We're going in and out of getting arrested for domestic violence on each other. Your mom one time infamously <laughs> dragged your father down the road. He had road rash like on his face and arm from getting dragged out of the side of the car. I'd You'd be fucked up that's what i'm saying that's the darkest thing is yeah, like so sad this kid is just like it's so sad yeah. to have like a child Fuck. even like energetically kids pick up on that kind of stuff so it's just like fuck this is so bad like you need yeah. to not be on tv and you see the origins like you see his rage popping out in these early seasons when he like pushes snooki or like it's he just put, shit like that where you're he shoved, like dude he shoved sam out. in the first season really hard I know and her, her, her like it's head, like, like it, it, my stomach. I remember when I watched that recently, like you just feel it in like the pit in your stomach when you see her head, like whiplash, that's fucked up. And he shoves Snooky. I know. You don't shove if her. A guy or anyone that's at that point, it's like, unless there's some serious like behavioral intervention and like some sort of life change which i think for him would be like not drinking it's only gonna get worse and worse and worse and if it's like that with like snooki who's a friend who's literally never been anything but a friend to him you can only imagine the kind of shit that happens in a relationship and like the shit that he and his baby mama say to each other like is unreal the text messages they send to each other but she's she's beating him pictures Oh, yeah. They're, like, fully just, like, at each other. They're, like, trying to kill each other, essentially. She sends him text messages. She'll send him pictures of Sammy with her new boyfriend and be like, this is going to be me. This is how happy I'm going to be after I fucking dump your ass and find a new man to raise your daughter. Like, shit like that where you're, like, you don't come back from these kinds of, like, statements. Like, once you start putting out that kind of – I'm a firm believer in, like, you don't – cross those types of lines with people because they're always going to remember like the horrible shit you said to them even if you don't mean it it's like you should never go there yeah 
but I'm like, it just is like, it's looking grim. I don't think it gets any better. I think he's like off the show because he, he's like, he's volatile, got arrested for like more domestic violence to like another girlfriend. I want to say, I mean, it's, it's grim in this, in this episode. So we're still in the twilight hours of Angelina's slap heard around the house. <laughs> She's Angelina also has a fucking personality disorder. She does. She has something. She has a real serious person. She's like, I need everyone to pull out the DSM five. And like, we're diagnosing Angelina today. You think that I have fucking ODD? I've never seen such an ODD queen. She. I realize that I'm just like fine. I. I just. Don't I don't like actually authority. think you have ODD. I think you have. No, I know. I'm joking. You have like selective ODD. She can't help it. It's pathological. I just have a resistance to authority, and like being told what to do. I don't like feeling like reined in. Yeah, and being told what to do. She like she can't literally has. Yeah, it's sad. A crippling personality disorder that exists to this day, so from what I've seen. But weirdly, people are standing her in the most recent season. Or they're. We got so much TikTok engagement with people being like Angelina fucking rules. She's carrying this season. I was like, whoa, these are words I never thought. Maybe, or she has like just bad, I think she, I think more than anything, she just has like terrible depression. I think it's a mixture of horrific depression, which I relate to. Like I see some of myself in the the way she's acting. I'm like, oh, you're, yeah, I'm like, oh, you're like horrifically depressed. But then you also have obstinate defiant disorder, horrific personality disorder. So like, I'm like, may God help you, because that's the only thing. I like Mike. That and like maybe Wellbutrin. I like Mike shrieking. Go to bed. <laughs> the way him and Polly shriek, it's it's like it tickles me. Polly also, because he never gets angry. He's hot. He's angry. Yeah. Sorry. I want him to yell at me, but like as a joke. Like I want to be like with him and be like, babe, can we do something kind of crazy? Like I just want you to like yell at me you're like oh no and then we plant no and i'm like no seriously like just like get mad like just yell at me like admonish me Oof. um to be admonished by a guido mm. angelina is angelina sh- she's fuging she's wearing also she's so blackout it's like six in the morning she's wearing sunglasses she's holding her arms she also has a diet coke i'm like Honey, put the DC down. It's six AM. That's a that's like a literal She does this thing whenever That's like injecting that's truly like shooting up with Coke at six in the morning. It's a speedball. <laughs> Drinking a Diet Coke mm-hmm. is you might as well just like freebase cocaine because you're never gonna go to sleep now. Yeah. I think it's like after a hard night of binge drinking to chase that with a Diet Coke, you're playing with fucking fire, <laughs> you're gambling with your life. <laughs> she keeps going like and she does this currently on family reunion where she's like won't people are like stop talking to me just stop right now and walk away like leave me alone and then she'll go paul what paul no like what the fuck shut the fuck up paul like you leave me alone like you leave and it's like oh my fucking god you're like abusive that's abusive behavior to not listen to someone when they ask you to leave them alone and you continue well, there's scr- we don't talk about that enough. It's you're right. Th- we hear screams in the terrace, and then none other than Jay Wow is awoken from her slumber. At, and she comes, she goes, It's four <laughs> in the morning. WWE? Yeah, she goes, It's four in the morning. 
<laughs> I, hear, I hear screaming outside, and you just see her, and she comes, and she's like, what's going on? And they, they say, Angelina just slapped and Paul. And Angelina goes, yo, Jenny, Jen, Jen. And then she goes, don't even touch me right now. Don't even come near me. If you want drunk right now, I'd be beating your ass. She goes, <laughs> they go, Mike goes, she smacked Polly in the face. And then J-Vile goes, who would give you the right to smack Polly? <laughs> she goes, that kid's my brother, and he can't hit you, but I can, so you're lucky you're drunk, but wait for tomorrow. I was like, oh my God, I'm shaking in my boots. Angela, I, would get, I, know. I would steal I'd, away at night. I'd, I'd get a cab and take me to the airport. Yeah, because it's coming. Well, Angelina... She's about to go full... She's about to like break a chair over Angelina's face. Angelina has full... like. Gaslight, like she completely denies slapping Paul. She goes, I didn't slap you, Paul. That married woman at the club did. And they're just like, What are you talking about? And Angelina's just refusing to accept reality. And then they, everyone leaves her and she just is standing in the in the blue lit patio with her sunglasses on, just fuging and holding a Diet Coke. And I'm like, Oh my God, your days are numbered. It's so bad i can't believe watching this they had her back on the show like i truly i'm so traumatized from these early seasons like i never want to see her again i can't forgive her maybe other people can but i just simply can't I can't either it's horrible i can't it's horrible um polly goes i never seen anything like it yeah i don't even know what she's saying i never seen anything like it he goes yo she's got a problem yeah even they can pick up on like the unchecked, mentally ill. First day of work for Jenny, Vin, and Ron. Jenny's not pleased because she has to wear a black t-shirt. That I love the girls. Suffocates her titties. Not wanting to work. Yeah. I love their boss, Enzo. Italian, just own a Guido who owns this gelato store. And he and Vinny are just like, immediately, it's a love fest. Who's can I call you Vincenzo? And he goes, yeah, instantly I'm taking like, back yeah. to Staten Island. Vinny doesn't strike me. Okay, also something that Angelina always says is she's like, I'm from Staten Island. That's just like how we are. And I'm like, remembering Mob Wives? And I'm haunted because it is Shades of Renee somewhat. And I'm like, is this just how people are in Staten Island? But then Vinny's pretty chill for a Staten Island person. So I'm like, I think you're, I think you're giving Staten Island a really bad name. Vinny's chill. I'd love to believe Staten Island's better than that. Vinny's very cruel, though. He's judgmental. He's mean. He's and a mean guy. Rude. He, he's mean. He's a bully. You have you have such a bone to pick with Vinny. No, I just I've been watching. I just I watched the whole series last year, and I I went from thinking he was a, such a cutie to being like, I would never want to be in a room with him because he's so he just seems like a really mean person. Mm. Call me call me out if you want. I'd still suck him off, but. I think he's <laughs> he just seems like a bully. He seems like a mama's boy to me. Like that's the read I get is that he's like very sheltered and like he's really mean told to women. He's like amazing his whole life. Yeah. You're either a because whore. They don't treat yeah. him like Angelina wakes up, she's she's has her sunglasses on in another tube top. <laughs> she's holding a solo cup and she's just sitting in the corner of the couch and she's playing complete denial to mike she goes yo what did i even do last night i think this is a lie oh a hundred percent she's i was so drunk last night i don't even remember what i do 
Yeah, I was like, you're pretending right now because you know that you fucked up. Also, it's probably only like been three hours since it happened. Yeah, you're still shit-faced. She pulls Polly aside to like Cry. apologize to him. And when she started out her apology, like crying, I was like, my cold heart kind of defrosted. And I was like, okay, she is just like a sad... She's like a sad lost girl friends. who has a really hard time making friends and feels lonely and like hurt people hurt people. And then she just immediately defaults into like, no, I was drunk. So I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to tell. And I was like, oh, hate her again. <laughs> Don't give her a chance. Get her off the fucking show. I'm done. She goes, she goes, since when did getting drunk and just being crazy? Like, don't I get like a get out of jail free card? And, and Polly's like, listen, from here on out, we cool. I accept your apology, but we're going to go our separate ways. And she goes, what do you mean separate ways, Paul? And I'm like, I go, what did you? I literally wrote down, what did you expect, hunty? That's what I wrote. Like, get a fucking clue. Get a clue, Ange. Take a hint. Go home. That's the hardest thing, too, is like, she just won't get a clue. She can't pick up on, like, the vibes. she, She has no vibe. She has no vibe sensitivity. Yeah. Right? It's like mm-hmm. she doesn't understand. Like if someone – if I had an inkling that people did not want to hang out with me, I don't. I would – the last thing I would do is like try and force them to hang out with me or be like, no, I'm coming. Yeah. Once once I know, I, I'm like – I would leave. Yeah. I mean there were probably periods I in my life younger scarce. where I was like more insecure and like felt like I had to like suffer to win their approval. But with age comes wisdom. Ooh, doll, I'm out. I'm on. I'm in another state. If I feel like you don't want to hang out, I've with changed me. my identity. I'm living under an alias. Yeah, several yeah. times. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about the. Next... I have like 59 passports. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Vinny and Ron because it was really fucked up. What? Them getting their haircut. Oh yeah, this was like a definite indication of like pre conversations about racial reckoning it was bad (laughs) where they go down and they keep they're like we need a haircut and they keep being like we have to go to the hood we have to go to the hood and it's like a whole segment that's like Vinny and ron the package is like they go to the hood quote-unquote of miami to get a fresh fade and i was like damn that didn't age well whatsoever it was really racist (laughs) it was it was i was like because i couldn't i just couldn't handle it it wasn't good. And just in a place of... It didn't do a lot for... It didn't do anything for Italian-American and African-American race relations. I'll tell you that right now. It was giving now. shades of Tony Soprano being it's not, a bigot. It's not good, mm-hmm. but it's part of history. Damn, they really... They fucked... I was like, you guys are... This is haunting. Um, and just in a place of afternoon bed... She's hung over with a full face of makeup, staring at the wall. So Mike... Yeah, she should stay there. Mike is like... Mike feels bad. He's like, yo, I'm starting, starting, to, starting to feel bad for Angelina. So he he gathers everyone like a big brother into the, into the haunting terrace. And he has a house meeting where he basically is like, we need to have the girls really take Angelina under her wing because me and Polly can't take her with us to go GTL and pick up girls. So like... You have to basically. He's like, you have to get her off our asses because she's cock blocking us. 
I love being like, I feel so bad for her. And then being like, you guys have to hang out with her. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's like, and it's very traditional gender roles. He goes, can't you go get your nails done or something? Like, go take her to go get your nails and your hair. Like, we have to go, like, GTL. She can't just sit there while we get a haircut. Yeah, I felt at first I was like, oh, he's having, like, a nuanced, like, he's he, he contains multitudes. But he's really just like, she can't come GTL with us. She's got to go with you and get her nails done. No, the- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boys want to have boys time and they want the girls to have girls time. So they're like, you guys have to be friends with her so we don't have to hang out with her. And I love that that's like progressively and productively dealing with the problem, which is that everyone hates this bitch. What are we going to do about Angelina? Snooki's getting ready and she puts she goes, I'm going classic tonight. And she puts on a leopard dress and a big bumpet with stilettos. And on one of those little like half what are those? Like a half wrap around her shoulders. Like a pashmina. Yeah, but it's like it's like so tiny. A teeny <laughs> tiny pashmina. I love um I love going classic snook. She strolls out into the into the kitchen and Vinny goes, Wow, you you look really hot. He goes, she goes, I do? He goes, yeah. You actually look hot, which I was like, that's fucking rude. He goes, yeah, you... you Don't say actually. kind of took my breath away. And she's like, you trying to smush? I was like, this is... I was like, Vinny... This is when it's about to happen. But also, like, fuck you for that. Oh, this wasn't that part. That's later. No. First, the guy's just... Yeah. Really? And then, and then Snooky Mike goes in and he's like... Angelina, you want to come out with us tonight? And she's like, are you actually inviting me out? I'm like, don't give a mouse a cookie. She will ask for 
a whole bakery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I got mixed up. So Mike is like doing charity work and he's like, you can come out with us tonight. And he's like, the girls have to be, they'll be on their best behavior. So Angelina, of course, gets like all dolled up. She puts her jeans on. She's ready to go. Yeah. They get to the club and Snooki has a sig in hand and she's just watching Angelina in the corner. And she's like, yo, I feel bad for this girl because I, I was that girl last year. I was like, Snooki, for one day. <laughs> yeah, but it really affected her. Like it changed her entire life. It kind of did. Mm-hmm. So she takes Angelina by the hand and she brings her to like a side corridor. And she goes, listen, at the end of the day, we're family and you're not in it. But we will bring you in if you just apologize and own up for talking shit. Just admit that you did it, that you talk shit about us. And then Angelina like sheepishly admits. And Snooki starts bowing down to her. And then and then we got we cut to Jenny talking to them. And Jenny's just chiefing a sig. And she's like looking away from Angelina. I just love how much she hates her. And I, I hope that I don't think she ever comes around on her. No. Like even to this day, she still is like over her. You cross Wow and she never takes you back. Listen, she was talking shit to what was that guy's name? Her friends in Long Island. Mike J four twenty. J four twenty. That's literally like Home Alone when he goes, "Hey, you out there talking shit, <laughs> little Mo with the janky leg, <laughs> beaks, bony Bob, you filthy animal." Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, it was the same same energy. No, Jaywa's done with her. But she's like, for now, she's like, for now, I'll accept her apology. So they like, Angelina's like finally accepted 10% by the girls. Meanwhile, Sammy's in a place of sunglasses at the club, at the bottle service t- couch. And Ronnie gets completely blackout once again and starts yelling at Sam. <laughs> Vinny's like, Every time Ron gets drunk now, he acts like a different person. Like, it's crazy the kind of person he becomes when he's drunk. I was like, that's called alcoholism. That's and then alcoholism. They're like, his laugh gets, he's doing that laugh. And like, he does, he has like a whole different persona that comes over him. Like, the second the booze hits, like, crosses the blood brain barrier. And then he just goes up to Sam and he's like, what's your problem? Like, why are you being like this? And she's like, what? What? But she's like, pouty. Like, her energy is also bad, but she does not deserve to get verbally abused. And that's just what he does. He goes, fuck you. You're a fucking bitch. And then she, like, leaves. And I was just like, God, I can't reiterate enough how shocking it is that they remained in a relationship for eight more years after this moment like yeah granted she is being kind of a joy kill but like i i would be too if i was in this place well yeah i mean like but what she really wants what's bad about the way she's acting is that she's going along with whatever he wants to do when that's not at all what she wants to do and then holding resentment but she's not being like honest about her own needs. She's not voicing her needs to him. She's just going along. So it causes resentment. Then it causes you to act like a little pout in the corner. And you like want the other person to like intuit and like attune to you and like read your mind kind of. But she knows if she told him what she needs, he wouldn't be able to meet them. So this is like the meet. This is the compromise where it's like, you're just putting both of you through misery so, but this is like, yeah, 
I guess how then they just continued on <laughs> for eight years, for the better part of a decade with this vibe. Ronnie, Sam. Can you imagine no, I, your it's like your like partner calling you a fucking bitch? No, it's it's traumatic. She leaves Sam and then fucking Angelina yeah, goes, but goes home. They all go the girls go home and the guys stay out and they decide that they're gonna Yeah, plus Snooky, who's incredible an incredible woman. <laughs> and she's they're all like hanging ronnie's like creeping on girls dancing really close snooki's like look at him like it's not good what he's doing it's not good like sammy's gonna find out eventually like are you gonna tell her and paul's just like i don't know i'm like keeping out of it and they're trying to find girls to come back to like hot tub with them and they're like we look around and it's just grenades in the club but they yet ask the girls to come back and i was like these girls aren't grenades. No. Also, Snooki at the club. Snooki's always they always cut to her, and she's randomly dancing with some like weird man. <laughs> like she, the guy was like looked like he was a magician. It's like she's always she always finds like the weirdest guy or like the one gay guy in the club, and she's just like dancing with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they bring back this group of girls. I love that about her. Vin Vinny says they're like the Bronx Zoo. I was like rude. Also, like. You guys are kind of grenades. Yeah, they're grenades. If we're really getting real about like who's the grenade, it's like you're just attracting like the vibe that you put out into the world. But this was like pre like bef- until they got like really famous or whatever. I mean, I've always been into Mike. That's neither here nor there. But like they're also grenades. They're not like the world's hottest like supermodels or like NBA players or anything. No, they have, they have nice Mike and Polly have crazy bodies. That's it. Yeah, but I'm Butter, like... They're kind of butterfaces. A little bit. And I like that about them. But, but I'm just stop like... calling... You're mad yeah. that every girl's like not Giselle Bunchen. <laughs> also, I think Vinny feels like a grenade. And that's why he's so rude about it. Yeah. Don't be rude. So they bring home these girls and they're like... <laughs> All the grenades gather in the hot tub. And they... Vinny's like... Vinny, he's such a little bitch. Like, he's in the corner with his sunglasses on, really, like, tightly wound, not letting himself touch any of the girls. And he's just, I'm like, you're such an asshole. These girls are hotter than you. you're still in the fucking hot tub with them. You're being, like, a little fuck. He's self-conscious. And then one of the... (sighs) I'm also like, these men couldn't handle like if a woman like if samantha jones came up to them and was like hey let's fuck they would not they can't handle a woman like when this woman's chicken cutlet like boob thing falls out they literally turn into like giddy little schoolboys and they start tossing it around and i'm like none of you know what it's like to be with a woman no it was so fucking rude. Like to also before make they a get, woman's pussy wet, you've never. Before they get into the hot tub, you just hear Mike, who's totally slurring, and he goes, these are my best friends. <laughs> I know. So there's like five girls, and Mike says like he comes too, and he's like, I come too, and I realize we're in a pool full of grenades. I'm like, they're, they're all more attractive than you guys. You can call them grenades all you want, but like... You're the ones that sought them out, brought them home with you, and are, like, hoping to fuck them later. So, like, are they really grenades? Oh, my God. That's... I was... I felt so bad for that woman. 
I think she was black. No, I know, I but you could think but she you saw... understands what was going no, on. No, she's they they panned to her and she was sheepishly in the corner holding and she knew and it was like and they throw the little boob pad like onto the grill at one point and like they're just like they're all just like making fun of it. The girls all turn on her and they're like, Ew. I was like, you know what? She's a real ass Over bitch. The most tame thing. Yeah. It's not like her tampon no. came out of her puss. It's like literally something that every girl has. I don't even know if it was a cutlet. It might have been just like a nipple cover or something. No, it was like it a It was cutlet. like a little pad. But like, like who cares? She's doing this for you, fuckers. I love being- like you're making her like she's doing this because she feels like she has to. Or she's doing it. Being scandalized. Or she's doing it because she, she, she wants big, big cleave. cleave. And like let her have that moment you you're they're all gay i was really sad that they left the cutlet there because i was like those things aren't cheap like she was so you can be embarrassed but i would take that cutlet you know what i would have done she seemed really drunk because she was just truly like staring off into nothingness like she disassociated in that moment dissociated i would have taken it and just gone she stared into the void if it was my chicken cutlet and this is all like easier said than done but i if i had the wherewithal i would have just taken it bit into it and spit it in their faces into the guy's faces yeah i would have gone she should have fucking like put it taken it and put it right back into my tits and pushed them up (laughs) and said i'll be leaving now if i was there i would have taken it and walked up to her and been like may i and then just like adjusted her boobs and lovingly place it back in her little bra and hike it Be up like, and then go get out of let's here. Go. You're better than this girly. Let's go. <laughs> let's go smoke a cig. I know. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Or I wish people are not supportive. No, the other women turn on her. Yeah. It's kill or be killed with these guys. I'm like, give that back to me. It's my friends. Yeah. yeah, that's my fucking friends. That's my friends, bitch. To to Mike and Polly. So. No one gets laid. They're scared to death of women, actually, and they realize that they can't probably have the gay sex they dream <laughs> of, which is making eye contact with each other while fucking two women at the same time. So they're like, we called you a cab and like walk them all out. That's what they want. They're so <laughs> the mad. They can't. They, they're so mad they can't have group sex and like rub their legs against each other while they fuck women. <laughs> like they're like. Maybe they're approaching that in the hot tub where like Paul and Mike are like across from each other. So their legs are touching and like the girls are kind of straddling them. But then the cutlet popped out and it reminded them of like not understanding the fact that they have to play like they're straight. Yeah, they were so they were so enraged. It, it triggered them. They were so mad at women in that moment because they mm-hmm. all they want is to have gay sex and they can't. Yeah. The next day. Snooki has to go work at the gelato shop with Mike and her work clothes kill me. She's in like the dumpiest little like Capri sweatpants and she's hates being there and she's so short. She can't even see over the counter and she can't reach any of the ice cream. And she's just like, I hate this. Enzo calls her at one point. Nuki. He doesn't even say, he doesn't even say Snooki. He goes, he goes, Nuki. 
Nuki. Nuki. <laughs> Come here. Try and get the ice cream. He is like ha- keeps telling her like how to scoop it, and she's like, "Why? And like, like won't scoop I it right. Like, and I was Enzo, like, "This is not. This was. She is not here to work. She doesn't give a fuck. She's never gonna have to really work again. So like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. She's found her true calling, which is being on a show, and she will only do something. In service of the show, you're worse off having her working here and expecting her to do anything. If I would have been like, I would have, I, I would hope that I'd be like, Snooki, all you have to do is just literally like sit and like, just go, Wah. like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And she'd go, okay. I'd be like, you know what? Just make nice small talk with the customers mm-hmm. and like make them feel really welcome. And she goes, you can greet them when they come in. And direct them to, like, so-and-so who will, like, take their order and process it. That's all I want you to do. Just give us your good vibes. I love, Mike, it's a really slow day. And they're working with truly just some rando woman that works at this gelato store. And they're all just kind of sitting around. And then Mike turns to this woman and he goes, you know, if I take my shirt off, it'll probably be a situation. And she just, like, looks at him, like, gets no response from that. And then he's like, I'm going to go take my shirt off and, like, stand outside, which just alienates everyone. No one comes. And doesn't get anyone to, like, come into the shop. But I love turning to someone who has no idea what you're talking about, about a very specific, like, inside baseball thing in regards to yourself, thinking that it's going to land, like... And do just like numbers with this person. Like they're going to. He thought she was going to be like, hell yeah. No. It will be. You're so hot. Miami's a different place than Jersey. This isn't the t-shirt shop. This This is South Beach, baby. We're not in Kansas anymore. Later in the night, Sammy and Ron are spooning in bed. And then Mike comes in. He's like, yo, we're going to go out. And Ron's like, oh, I kind of, I kind of feel like staying in with you, but. Maybe I should go. And then Sam, her eyes, she thinks Ron's going to stay with her, stay in tonight. And Sam, her eyes bug so big. And I'm like, oh, my God, she is truly, (laughs) she is truly, her soul is being destroyed by this man. Well, because he also came in from the club when he was so drunk and had just called her a fucking bitch and then humped on every woman that he saw. Snooki was like, you need to stop doing this. He shoves her. And then... All the guys are like, we got to get him out of here. He comes home, does like a garbled stand-up routine in front of like the boys talking about like how much puss he gets at the club. Then is like rolling on the floor, then goes and just sleeps in Sam's room. And the crazier thing is she lets him in the bed. And so she lets him in to sleep with her after he's done all this and like bragged about like essentially getting ass and like fooling her into thinking that he cares And so then the next day they're like hungover all day, like laying in bed. And I've definitely like done this with a guy where it's like, I'm like, I want him. She wants him to just stay there, but she doesn't say that. Instead, it's like a test where it's like the girl, Wow, and where's Angelina? She's like dead somewhere. She's like swimming in the ocean. The girls, Snooki and Wow, are like, let's go on a date night tonight. Like you and me, we'll just keep it really chill. Like we'll go to dinner. And then Sammy's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're going to dinner. You should come. And then Ron goes, oh, yeah, you should go with the girls. And then I'll maybe go with the guys. And then she's like, okay. And then he's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And then that's when she's betrayed. By the way, it's 12.15 a.m. 
They, I love going Suki out. Suki and J-Lo have a positively très chic European dinner at 1 a.m. at Tapas. They're literally in Barcelona. They're in Ibiza. They're in Barcelona. They're in, they're in, they're in Portugal. They're in Portugal. They're eating. They're, they're eating. <laughs> In, they're in the Canary Islands. They're tr- they're positively sophisticated, eating tapas and having cocktails at one a.m. Talking about how Sammy's they're truly Sammy's in trouble. European glamour. They're like, yeah. Sammy just then goes back into pout mode instead of saying, which I get it. Like Ron is not a safe person to vocalize your needs no. to because he can't meet them. No. But at the same time, you're trusting that someone's gonna just that this fucking meathead steroid freak is gonna intuit that like yeah. you really want him to like cuddle you all night and then when he shocker says that he wants to go creep on girls at the club with the boys you're you get mad and then she goes into my least favorite thing that i've also very guilty as charged of where you just stop looking and you go full under the covers and he goes to like kiss her goodbye and she goes can you not can you not no like just can you not and then like will won't even get out from under the covers and i was like this is hetero hell hell. never again never again will i ever be in a relationship like that i pled this i pledge to you well next even snooki is like even snooki is like what's wrong like what and sammy's like i can't believe he's like going out like that's fucking crazy and so he's like well you told him he could and she goes yeah but i didn't like mean it and she goes fuck you that was a test she was like you didn't even say so he's over it and then she and jay wow basically talk shit decide yeah talk shit and decide Ugh. that like ron's a creep and he's gonna they're trying to come up with like a low-key way to this is tell. and next week's episode is the infamous it's the episode the infamous letter writing at the computer bar at the internet cafe <laughs> an internet cafe plays a massive role in the jersey shore lore so stay tuned mm-hmm. find your local internet cafe and just get get ready and take it in maybe take some notes do internet cafes even exist anymore? I think in like the Czech Republic. Yeah. Remember like Luca Magnata got captured at an internet cafe? Ugh. He's so scary. I know. Guys. Guys. Tickets for our show, <laughs> Dynasty <laughs> Typewriter. They're going fast. January 11th and January 18th are on sale. They're flying off the fucking shelves. Hot so like pancakes. <laughs> smash the link. Smash the link below in the episode description and get it while the getting's good because it ain't gonna be good for long and we'll see you back we'll be back together in a few just a few days so get ready for another episode yeah, of we'll see you salty and bev hills the season of bev hills crawling towards Slouching it towards- no doubt sad and downtrodden disappointing conclusion but we'll be here for it arrivederci Love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough, 
and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.